Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, y'all, at Liberty, the weekly podcast from the ACLU, we explore the biggest civil rights and civil liberties issues of the day. As part of the ACLU's systemic equality program, many recent conversations focus on how we address America's legacy of racism and systemic discrimination. Spoiler alert, it's not great. Recent episodes include conversations with Kimberly Crenshaw on the true meaning of critical race theory, Nicole Hannah-Jones on how slavery still manifests in every aspect of American life, and more. You know, it sounds good, girls. So go ahead and learn something. Subscribe to At Liberty on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Check it out and let's start the show. Well, welcome back, good folks, friends, family, friends, and confidants. Mm-hmm. I am Terry Vaughn. And I am Robin Roberts, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. That's what it is. That's what they call us. And thank you for coming back indeed. Folks, let's not waste too much of your time. We've got lots to discuss. So we're going to dive right in with some black excellence, excellence. (laughs) Okay, so this week in black excellence, I don't fucking know. Like, who am I and why? It's great. It's phenomenal. Who is it this week? This week, we're giving black excellence to a professor from Rutgers who goes by the name... Professor Wyla Eason. Okay. Okay. Yes, Professor Wyla. We are discussing the great Eason today because she has created a black superhero action figure that's been picked up by Mattel. And is now somehow a part of the He-Man universe. I Mm. stand. So, Wyla said that in 1985, she created this character because her uh, son didn't have a black superhero um, to look up to. toys. When did Black Panther come out? Um... I don't know. Earlier than that. But she said that her son said that he couldn't be a superhero because he was black. And this is when he was three. So it's that age. It's like, you don't know better because the only superhero that you hear when you're three is like 
Superman, Batman. Right. And I'm sure as a mother that breaks your heart, especially in the 80s. I would literally like... I don't even I I'm I'm not meant to have kids. I know that I'm not because like I take everything personal when it comes to my 12 pound Yorkie that damn sure can defend herself. I will yeah. kill you about my dog. So a human baby that has co- right. that belongs to me. Right. If can my baby comes to me and tells me that he or she or they believe that they can't be no motherfucking superhero because they are black, I'm going to punch a hole into the wall. <laughs> Immediately. And then I'm speaking to every manager. Right. All of Plus the managers. Black Panther, I was thinking about it. Black Panther then was probably just a comic book. Like, there definitely wasn't no movies or TV shows about I don't it. Know, so. Like, the whole superhero comic craze wasn't even as popping as it was now. Obviously, there were animated comic shows and some other right. things. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like it is today. So I don't know. So when. she created a character? Yeah, That's she was like, fuck it. my mind. Wow, yeah. go off. And it's called what again? Sun Man. His name is Sun yes, Man. Yes, Sun Man. <laughs> uh, she created her own company called Olmec Toys. And with it, an action figure for Sun Man. And this company is cater caters to creating toys for Black, Hispanic, and Native children so they can see themselves. And been doing it, as I said, since forever. This character is crazy. Yes. In the 80s. Um, so recently, Mattel announced that they're relaunching He-Man, another super famous Superman. Super I remember hero. He-Man, although I don't know. I just kind of always pictured He-Man as like the superhero version of a wrestler. Like you he's kind of like right. um, that's okay. exactly the T. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's I I kind was... of all, how I've always looked at him. Like, what's that white man's name? That real famous white wrestler? Hulk Hogan. He kind of reminds me of, like, Hulk Hogan. Sure, why not? With a that's, little I mean, that's just what I've... I mean, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, actually. But yeah, well. I've just always... Like, He-Man just never really seemed like that much of a superhero to me, you know? He almost seemed more like a WWE nigga to me. Well, swords and magic and and pecs and, and triceps and biceps <laughs> and whatever else. There's a lot going on in He-Man. Um, okay. Honestly, I was I was mostly in He-Man for... Uh, <laughs> such a queen. What was the girl? Sure. Yeah, no, that's... Um, Shira is a uh, thunder. Not, is it Thundercats? Yeah, Shira is a uh, Thundercats. Oh, okay. Wait, I think. I Who's the doll from from He Man? They all had like a sexy lead. Shira, Shira, Shira has so, the uh, fucking Netflix, the Netflix remake bop that everybody is like, oh my god, it's sickening. Um, yeah, she's who I lived for in He Man because gay, and then okay. in Thundercats, yeah. It was. Thundercats is a He-Man thing or a separate thing? Are Thundercats part of Hero? I mean He-Man? Thundercats. No, Thundercats is totally different. Are they not the same thing? I mean, no. what no, the cat lady from from Oh fuck me in my mouth. What is the lady from <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Y'all are hold on, okay. The cat lady from Thundercats, because now I'm confused. Shira is the lady from from she, from I'm Googling He-Man. as fast as I can. 
And then so the Jaguar is. bitch is what is her goddamn name? Che Che Cat's cat lady. Chitara. Chitara. Yes. That's who that is. Oh God. I wasn't. Wow. It was a journey. Though. It was a right. It was a journey, but we got there. And I feel like we got there together. Either way, both sickening. <laughs> both of them were the reasons that I tuned in, to be honest with you. Right. Um, and so God bless me. Anyway. Back to the point, which is that He-Man is back. She's the latest reboot. The Netflix girls are interested. They're all the way in. And Mattel was like, sickening. Um, How can we, you know, liven it up, get, you know, some inclusion uh, up in this bitch? And they reached out to the doll baby, Wyla Eason, and said, hey, can we get some of that Sun Man over here? So Sun Man's the new T, uh, part of the new um, Masters of the Universe expansion lineup extraordinaire. And as I said, there's uh, a Netflix film and series and shit coming and new toys. So I think that this character that Wiley Eason created in the 80s for her son who didn't believe that he could be a superhero because he was right. black is now about to be an official superhero with a classic superhero. And um, mm-hmm. that's fucking awesome. And this is the type of black excellence shit that I personally... I mean, when it's like, you know, uh, a four-year-old from Tennessee that, you know, can... Who's like a uh, calculus prodigy, right. or when it's like you know a Nigerian thirteen-year-old that mm-hmm. invented has some a way doctorate, yeah, water, you know that like all of that yep. is amazing too, and it touches my heart. But when it's nerd shit like this, mm, yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about like the little black girls who managed to do something special, the ones. Like every time I see that Zach and Zoe, honey, I'm just like, oh, my God, the black babies. And that little black girl from Louisiana who won the spelling bee. God forgive me. Yeah. I don't remember her name right now. But like stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, I see myself in you. And I get it. I Googled Sun Man. Um, and first of all, way better outfit than He-Man. Like it's I mean, not even close. Yeah, you have to Google just, it to see it. Like it's a honest. way better outfit. Yeah. Secondly, I love that it's. His name is Sun Man because I feel like the sun is heavily featured in stuff to do with niggas. <laughs> you know, I just feel like we claim the sun like <clears throat> the rest we of y'all are. by it. Yeah. And the rest of and and therefore, like, even though we do still need to wear sunscreen, we don't <laughs> suffer the way the rest of y'all do. Like, we won't die. <laughs> All y'all bitches do, honestly. We just know to do it. But y'all be like taking ice baths and just slathering yourselves in aloe vera because you you went outside for 45 minutes (laughs) y'all will bathe in ice but not so and you could tell that he was created in the 80s because he has that classic 80s dad haircut yeah obviously he's got the frank mitchell he kind of looks like yeah he's also wearing daisy dudes (laughs) i was about to say he could either be president or go sell saturns yeah Right, but then he has on, you know, like a leotard. So it's sexy. (laughs) And boots. (laughs) This is a great character. And yeah, congratulations to um, Professor Wyla and uh, her son. You know, this is a beautiful story. Hopefully this means rich. Yeah, hopefully it does. I mean, it looks like she's been, like she got this done even back then. So hopefully so. Um, I'm wishing the best for them both. 
All right. So this week in our pop culture segment, which is called Your Dick's Too Good to Be True. Wow. And Anthony. Can't Woo. take this ass off of you. Sing that shit. You feel like heaven to fuck. Mm-hmm. When you? you're all up in these guts. <laughs> Give it up. Yes. No. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. You need to write this out. This is no, this is one of the ones that you need to take some time, finish the lyrics and get in the goddamn booth because this is gold. I'm telling you right fucking now, nigga. I'm not playing with you. I will text you in three and a half days and remind you. I should just do a mixtape with like at least 14 of these. Yes. Just so that I can make one of those old school infomercials where the song titles scroll down the center of the screen. Oh, yeah. While you're like singing. You know, yes. on a very off-the-wall X-esque Actually stage. perfect. Yeah. Actually perfect, yes. The promo. Please make that happen. Yeah. An actual genius. It's what you are. It can't be denied. You are. It is what it is. So, uh, singer Miguel and his uh, wife, Mezzanine, uh, Mandy, are splitting up. After 17 years together, 
Uh, it is reported that the very hot, sexy uh, couple is um, headed towards divorce town after three years of marriage and mm. many more years as a couple. Apparently, they started dating in 2005, got engaged in 2016 and married in 2018. And here we are in the, the today of things. Where yeah. it is over. So needless to say, Miguel's next album will likely be sickening. That nigga finna do some singing and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly I brought this up to just say to those of you who read this and had a lot of debate when it happened to mind your motherfucking business and remind, remember that you don't know these niggas. Therefore, right. measuring your life relationship or your views mm-hmm. on life and relationships alongside them in this relationship, it's futile. It's ridiculous. It's unnecessary and it's irrelevant. You don't know these niggas. Like, you just don't know them. And it's like, I, like for, for all of the people who was like, oh my God, after all of that time together, you gonna get divorced just like that. See, this is why I can't do, because after all of that time together, then y'all got me. I'm not finna wait all of that time to get married. You wasted your whole life. Versus y'all who get married after being in a relationship for two years and then you get divorced after five years and then you take a year off and then you get married again and then you oh. get divorced after another two years and then you get oh, divorced shit. again in another two years after that and then you take another year off. Mm. Boom, you back in it. So I don't understand what the difference is. You go through three marriages in a decade or in two and this nigga went through one. So like, why do we all just have lunch? Let's just all let's all go get believe. I mean, yeah, there is that. There is definitely that perspective, which makes a lot of sense. I too do not know these niggas. In fact, I think the only thing that I have heard about Miguel, which may not be true, but the only thing I've heard about him is that he is like a serial cheater that he is like basically never been <laughs> faithful never to this that, girl. You haven't. Oh my God. It's like the only thing that niggas ever say to me about Miguel. So, I mean, and I don't know if that's true or not. Like I said, I don't know these people, but but you bring up a fantastic point. Oh, do I? Yes, you do. That Miguel is fucking Miguel, doll baby. And that, like, of course, if he he is a serial cheater, of course he is. Because he has (laughs) countless pussies that's going to be thrown at him because everybody knows he can sing. And he's rich. And he looks like a vampire, sexy, dark, blood-sucking, dick-throwing thing. He does. And so magic, of course. You know what I mean? Meanwhile... You know what I mean? Uh, Malik, your circumstances are different. Your circumstances are different. It's not to say that you're not sickening. It's not to say that you're not worth anything. Right. It's not to say that right. you have... But it's like your circumstances, your life, 
your all of the things. Your relationships are very different than celebrities. Stop mm-hmm. measuring your love life or lack thereof alongside these yes. famous people and their shit. They have a whole different set of shit going on that probably wouldn't That's even make true. sense to you if they tried to break it down. It wouldn't make sense mm-hmm. to a lot of us because a lot of it don't make no goddamn sense. So stop distracting yourself from your own traumas and work to do by minding Miguel's goddamn business. Okay, because you don't know these goddamn niggas. Oh, see, they was together for this many years, got married, and then it was over. This is why I can't do marriage. This is why marriage is this, this, that, and third, and marriage is not. Da, da, da. No, 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 Kelvin. That's not what that means, Kelvin. I don't know. This proves nothing mm-hmm. about marriage. You think that marriage is trash mm-hmm. because you have never witnessed a healthy example of marriage in any of your days. Yes. This is this is a very common saying in psychology. Correlation is not causation. And you causation is not step correlation. Into the room. <laughs> Thank you. Just Continue. because things seem to happen, like one happened and then another happened, does not mean that that first thing caused the second thing to happen. Wow. wow. I hope y'all are all... taking notes. <laughs> there are just all sorts of other factors that could have gone into this. We really don't know. Again, we are not these people. So it's kind of a ridiculous thing to be like, oh, well, this is why you don't get married because you could be together and happy for 14 years and then be married for three and be over it. But we don't know what else was going on in that relationship. Like you literally know whatever you read on people or the shade room or whatever like you that's all you know about it you don't know neither one of these niggas in any way so like maybe just worry about you and your life i get that they're celebrities so it's fun to talk about but like to turn that into like some grand life lesson that you need to apply to your own existence is ridiculous i mean yeah like celebrity stuff and scandal is conversation and whatever and like i've said i think that a lot of it is just a way to get through the work day for a lot i mean oh absolutely for a lot of people you see how they acted when instagram went down they need that shit little fires everywhere <laughs> it's like like they need a steady stream of bullshit to distract everybody was day. busting on mark mark zuckenberger's <laughs> door touch the grass friend <sighs> like some of you like I it's different if you like need social media for whatever reason but some of y'all just could not refresh and like aimlessly and you were going out of your fucking mind so yeah I mean many of the headlines did did set it up like these niggas were together for this long and now they're divorced and was like, oh, oh yeah yeah definitely because that's the sensationalist part of it but right but then it just turned into everybody being like let me act like i know everything about relationships even though i've never been successful you don't and whatever you know whatever issues i just feel like a lot of niggas have used this as an excuse to not marry the woman that they've been with like (laughs) i feel like every time this happens niggas be like see babe we've been fucking each other randomly without a title for 11 years and we got three kids and everything is copacetic why we want to fuck that up by making it legal and it's like you know there are certain benefits that come along with marriage that's why a lot of people care about it but again we don't know these people i'm sorry to hear this i guess i can't say i was ever really invested in the relationship None of but them you know I mean, I feel like somebody somewhere had to have been. But huge McGuff fans and people who are huge fans of this very beautiful yeah. woman. She's very pretty. Yeah. 
And those of you who wanted to fuck Miguel without guilt, you know, now's your time. I will say this. I saw Miguel on a flight one time. And in person, I was like, yeah. You understood it. I did. Mm -hmm. And then it goes like, I'm I'm headed to the lavatory. Where are you going? To the lavatory. With you. With you. Avec vous, nigga. That's exactly what Vous les vous couchez croissant. Avec moi. (laughs) (laughs) Dans le salle de bain. So... (laughs) Ashanti has announced that she owns her masters, ladies and gentlemen. And nearly 20 years after the release of her debut self-titled album, Ashanti is planning to re-release her very first album. I guess as a 20-year anniversary celebration. I'm not really sure why. Because, like, if you... Follow me. I'm. Th- this is not ending in hate. <laughs> I promise. I, I because think like I know where you're going with it. <laughs> like when JoJo did it, I feel like it was like didn't JoJo did it because she didn't own her masters. Like what? I don't really know. Yeah, I think the girls do this because once you own your masters and you re-release the record, you get a bigger share of whatever money. Like down. There's the logic. I'm pretty sure that's why there it they is. Do it. There I'm it is. I'm pretty sure that's why they re- all Taylor had to do re-recorded all of her shit and put it out under her own name so that her fans could stream something all that would I had pay to do her instead it. of that scooter nigga. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what's going on. All I had to do is think about it. Yeah, probably so. I mean, I'm not for sure because no, that sounds really keep up with a Shanti like that. Correct. But yeah, um, well. I've said before that we keep rebooting these damn movies and we keep rebooting these damn TV shows. Let's start rebooting some songs. And mm-hmm. if we get now, here's the thing. I would like, you know, that old school 90s, early 2000s when a remix was an actual remix, and like not completely different beats if you just can't, you know, but spicy, give me a little something that you know what I mean. Have some of mm-hmm. like the like newer DJ, not DJs, newer producers, kind of put a spin on uh, the classic beat. Maybe when you re-record, I'm hoping that she just kind of like spices up because that first album slid, and there was like a lot of slot uh, singles did. on it. That if she re-records and gives it a new flavor or a new direction and mm-hmm. stuff. That could be really exciting. I just hope it's not going to be like, here's the same songs and every new every song has like a feature on it. Here's Ace Boogie in a hoodie and... Oh, yes. You know. Yes. Please do not do that. And whatever else. Please like. do not. I mean, and if, or if you're going to do that, then let those be like the added on bonus of the 20 year mm-hmm. re-release where you re-record the regular record, maybe even exactly as it was the first time. And then you add in this extra shit so that, you know, it feels jazzier to you or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that would also be fine. But um, mm, I don't know. I, I feel like Ashanti will really win with this. If she also does a visual aspect to it. Oh, she's got to. Because, I mean, she, she looks, looks phenomenal. I was going to say, better. she actually looks better now than she did 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, I, if her team or the people around her are planning, like, a TikTok rollout or 
<laughs> I mean, no, because I'm just saying for some reason, Gen Z loves right. pulling songs from like my coming of age and being like, yes. it's a whole trend. And I'm like, are you kidding? TikTok you is music kidding? vintage city. It is. And they love it. They like, love the like songs. Clown millennials. They we were use like in all high school the and songs. Yes, they do. They fucking do. So, you And then know, they're like, who's I, Jodeci? What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. I saw a tweet the other day that said the the lady who sang that milkshake song is black. Oh, I will actually fight you. <laughs> and not only will we fight, I will win. And then I will fight your parents. And then I will fight your grandparents. I fucking I said, hate oh, y'all. No. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. <laughs> Khalees can't just grow some fucking fruits and vegetables and raise her goddamn babies and shit like that and be oh, a sickening no. chef. She can't take yeah. two goddamn... Google! Yeah, that really fucked me up. That did. That fucked me up. So, spent like, all this so, goddamn time just looking shit up my motherfucking life. Y'all bitches can't Google. Ashanti's first album is prime material for these people. So, you know, uh, hopefully her team has something planned. But even if it's just updated music videos or even reels, like, girl, literally anything. And I'll be happy to support. Like, you you said Ashanti's first album really made a huge impact and it did it was i mean it was so popular that the new york times said that ashanti was i knew i'm glad you you knew i'm glad you fucking knew i I am so glad you knew my nigga i mean it was absurd it was it was was. and whoever wrote that i am certain is like oh my god fuck was i thinking but ashanti's presence was so strong Mm. that the New York Times published a piece called The Solo Beyonce. She's no Ashanti. (laughs) That happened. Oh, Kalefa Sane? The fact that they still have your name right here. Wow, sister, they still have your name right here. I'm really, first of all, I apologize. Oh, not a sister. Sorry. I Um, was going to say how to you. (laughs) I am going to stop talking about this person right now, but, Mm. um, this was published on July 6, 2003, and it is probably one of the wrongest things on the internet that you can read. Mm. I'm just saying. So, Legend has it that this person is now incapable of holding a pen or pencil. When they, oh, yeah. when they, when they try mm-hmm. their hands, they just leave combust. it on entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, and it was a choice, you know, I'm sure. If that person had the ability to see into the future, they would have chosen not to write that piece. But Anytime they try to type now, it feels mm-hmm. like broken glass. It, it feels hands. wrong. Yeah. yeah I mean, I feel like in 20 years, somebody is going to find some episode of the read that we did in like 2015 and be like, Crystal, I can't believe how goddamn wrong you were about this. Movie. They do that now. What? <laughs> Oh no! I was about to ask about what, but don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't know how I don't see this, but please, please don't tell don't me. Visit you? But leave me alone. I don't remember like, what I said yesterday. Bitch, we started this show in 2013. Don't talk to me about something that happened in 2013. Are you fucking kidding? I don't know what the fuck we're talking. <laughs> I forget what we say as soon as we're done recording. Literally, I just, I the moment we're done. Like, I literally forgot whatever the fuck we're talking about, right? Oh, Ashanti. See, like, you you, I, you cannot really be taking us seriously, please. You shouldn't. Okay. Shouldn't. So, but anyway, 
I will stream this, you know, re-release it. Good for you. Uh, Ashanti is also a part of the uh, newly returned Millennium Tour. That's right. The Von Dutch girls are back on road um, by way of (laughs) Omarion and Bow Wow, Mm. who are the the new headliners of the Millennium Tour. Because... Lofi has fucked the bag up for everybody. Right. Sure did. So you can now catch um, Icebox and um, You Just Don't Know on the road alongside Ashanti, Ying Yang Twins, Lloyd, Sammy, Pretty Ricky, and Soldier Boy. Oh, I'm going to that. (laughs) Not without a jersey dress. And Uh, so. And a booster, but I'm still going. During the, uh, I think this was the first date, uh, yeah, opening night on the tour or this. Yeah, night, in LA. In LA at the forum. Lil Fizz, light skinned ass, and the rest of the B2K niggas were on stage, and he decided that this was going to be the time that he would apologize to Omarion for dating and fucking and publicly, uh, discussing, uh, what's her name? April Jones. Mm-hmm. Also known as the mother of Omarion's two adorable children that should be twins, but they're not somehow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Fizzington said on the stage, I think it wouldn't be right if I didn't take Please. this moment, bro, to publicly apologize to you. I did some fucked up shit to my brother. Oh, y'all brothers now, because I feel like on the uh, reunion on one of yep, the shows, yep, you said he was yep, your, co- uh, your co-worker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit really changed. Yeah. Money on mm. the table, turn, turn. <laughs> Say mm. it. Say mm. it. Sing it. I'm not proud of it, man. So I want to stand here humbly and sincerely apologize to you for any turmoil or dysfunction I caused between you and your family. Then they hugged and then they did, you know, bum, 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 or one of their Christmas songs. I don't Please shut up. Please shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And then Omarion tweeted, bigger man, period. And I don't know if he was like, well, if he was claiming that or if he was saying that. Either way. Yeah, I think he's saying he's the bigger man. I was just saying the way I took it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I definitely took that as like self-congratulatory. Like, absolutely. Being an adult. (laughs) I win. You lose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the grown-up thing because everybody knows that that was thank of you and nobody disagrees. This entire situation was so cringe. It was so ridiculous. And it was so clearly from Mona Sky Young and nobody else's benefit. I honestly believe that Omarion said you are not allowed in the building, much less collecting a check from anything going on on this stage. Unless you get up on this stage and you apologize to me publicly. Period. And I mean, also, just to put a little humanity into it, he was probably ready to forgive Lil Fizz. You know, I'm sure they have a lot. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. They have like a lot of experiences that no one else in the world could possibly understand. They probably Mm -hmm. like when when Fizz was like this, my brother, like even though I was like, oh, it's your brother now. But it wasn't your brother when you was fucking his baby mama, even though that was my gut reaction. I do still understand that relationship. (laughs) I do still understand the relationship. And so, you know, it probably hurts to be betrayed like that. And I'm sure they had. Or let me not say sure. I hope 
<laughs> that these niggas had a long, intense, private conversation before this happened and that it has been some time, several weeks or months mm. since they have forgiven one That's another. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, I really hope Neither this is like... <laughs> one of these niggas look like they have ever had a long conversation about anything. I am just saying, I really hope that this was like done in a healthy and conscious I manner. Fucking. <laughs> the Millennium Tour with B2K made 28 million. Woo, I know that's 28 right. Million. I know that's right. So Omarion right. was like, if you want a sniff of mm-hmm. some cash. Bitch, yep. what you're going to do is you are going to get your high yellow ass on this goddamn stage and you're going to tell each and every eyeball in that motherfucking c- stadium Ooh, that I you know are sorry right. for fucking my baby mama. And I don't even care. You're gonna I just want to demoralize right. your ass. The end. And then they hugged and it out and did. moonwalked or did the Omarion it's, challenge. Or it's whatever. literally Everybody's what fine. you so deserve. Great. And so that's fine. Like, it's what you deserve. And... And and it was it was good to see Lil Fizz humble himself in that way. Again, I was working from a place of assuming that they had had a much deeper conversation before all this, which may have been foolish of me. But you know, I I enjoyed this clip. I thought it was actually really sweet. And I'm I'm clicking check out on my Millennium tour tickets right now. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> it worked. It fucking worked. That's right. I'm paying somebody's child support in November. You know, people are having really good time at these at at these shows because, like, you know, even if you're not a hardcore fan of any one of them, it's an era. Right. They managed to produce a show that is like a very specific era, right. and you're just gonna go in there in your throwback clothes and get drunk and have a good time, probably. Exactly. And I, you know, I <laughs> I got vaccinated for a reason. Hello. Leave it at that. I got vaccinated for a fucking reason. So I'll just leave it at that. Shad Moss was there performing at the NLA with Chris Brown, who apparently uh, met with Lizzo backstage at the forum. Chris um, Brown did? Yes. Lizzo was very excited to meet Chris Brown and she asked for a picture and said, quote, can I get a picture with you? Cause you're my favorite person in the whole fucking world. This what? clip made its way out online and honey people. I were did not hear this at all. Pissed. Oh, I bet they were. I can see exactly why this reminds me of. <laughs> I'm so this is my Jay was telling me some story the other day about when niggas got mad at her for something that she said online and every time she gave a new detail, I was like, I completely understand why they dragged you. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to hit her and figure out what that is because I wanna laugh. So I mean I I, I, I text her because I- <laughs> <laughs> So I was just like so when you said this, I'm like, oh yeah, I actually Chris Brown is your favorite person in the whole world. In sweetie. the whole thing, all yeah. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But th- this is the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're Gucci. <laughs> this is the thing. Okay, stop it. Lizzo is, you know, of the. <laughs> she's of. <laughs> shut up. Okay, so she's. Of, <laughs> 
<laughs> making me laugh. <laughs> She's of the same, you know, era, the same jersey dress, um, uh, low Adidas. Okay. <laughs> same yeah. baby fat velour suit. She's of the same time. And it, right. ha- it just might be that when Lizzo was in her teens, Chris Brown was her fave. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever, and she stands. Now here, like, from my perspective, I went like this. I kind of, first of all, had the same sort of reaction that you just did. The whole thing, the whole, like, all of this world, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really not making a lot of sense for me, dearie, but okay. I want to say hyperbole and maybe some yep. drink. That's what I was thinking. I was you thinking know? definitely hyperbole. Um, and you're right. Lizzo is closer to your age than mine. Yeah, I think we're the same age. And right. And so Gosh, it makes sense that she probably has like a very different view of Chris Brown than I do. Um, I mean, I one similar to you. I'm, I mean, clearly, clearly. I mean, right. I mean, but yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. Um, it's not that I don't, ugh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It's not that I don't understand the excitement or whatever it's just like i feel like first of all this is a man so surely this is not your favorite person so like am i even (laughs) supposed to take this i mean because there's no way a man is any woman's favorite person so why are you kidding (laughs) a man (laughs) any woman though there have to be some women whose favorite person yes like probably pick me's or people who are ultra religious but most women your favorite person is probably not a man what i would say i would agree with that but i wouldn't say that all. don't like, even make i'm sure no, there not are all there's it's never all no yeah. and i'm sure there are right and some somebody's gonna be like um i'm the exception yeah this person is my dad and he raised please me all by it. himself please when my mom abandoned it. me when i was three days oh, old. Oh, God, and, please okay, save it. Hey, girl. Sweetie, okay. if your favorite person <laughs> is your fucking uncle that saved you from a lake or something like that, then yet, like, totes, we get it. Please don't email us. I just feel like, you know, what you said about hyperbole, that's probably what this was, and unfortunately it was caught on tape and posted to the internet, and so now the internet has it, and so is hell for you. Right. Yeah, probably so. I when I saw this, I was like, okay, I understand being disappointed if someone that I really like is a huge supporter of someone that I really dislike, especially for some yeah. you know, moral reason. Just not enough right. to express my outrage. I think I would probably just roll my eyes and be like, ugh, and then go on about my damn day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially when I think about it's just like so many of your favorite niggas are in the same exact boat. There is that. You know what I mean? Like, because you got like Kanye's wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt with Puffy ear to ear grins, you know, nothing. Dr. Dre is headlining the Super Bowl crickets, you know, like, we all know what happened with Dr. Dre. And yet here we are anyway. So many of your favorite niggas love and support and stand for abusers. Right. Or people who men who have abused so yeah. And it's 
odd to me since because like even the 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 Super Bowl, there's a lot of people performing this next halftime show or whatever. But in the promo, Dr. Dre is dead center. Mm. And I if it was like everybody was just like, yay, lit. Like, and I was like, so okay, we're just cool. gonna pretend we don't know the very many things we know. About it's the same thing, like when that story came out about Lil Uzi Vert punching that girl in her face and her having to po- allegedly go to the hospital yeah. and everything else, and then he went to a party and like nobody's talking about it. Yeah. And you know, I'm not parading down the street with a, a picket sign, but it's just, I can't help but think. Anyway, whatever. no. I understand. And I'm just going to chalk this up to somebody being younger than me and, you know, not really. I don't I don't know. I think I honestly think a lot of the girls felt like when Rihanna did that cake remix with Chris Brown, that it was okay to stand again, because this is not just a Lizzo thing. H.E.R. did the same mm-hmm. thing. Her, she worked with Chris Brown. I just, I feel like I have to say H.E.R. because if I just say her, y'all think I'm talking about Beyonce. But so I have to say H.E.R. <laughs> That's awesome. So y'all know who I'm talking about. But like, Chris Brown has still enjoyed success. The reggae not, diva. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not blaming Rihanna for anything or the way she handled everything, but... But that's even used as an excuse for people who feel yeah. opposite. Like, oh, right. well, Rihanna didn't. She made the cake remix, and she's over it. So da 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 da. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that just because the person who was a victim to his abuse has forgiven him or moved past it or made peace with it, that everybody else should just be like, oh yeah, Chris Brown, cool. But. Right. I don't know. I'm after. Yeah, she didn't go hear ye, hear ye, old tell on the mountain. Chris Brown is the greatest, and mm-hmm. you know she met someone that she clearly is a huge fan of and was excited about right. it. And we can. I mean, I feel like if you roll your eyes, I get it. Yeah. Being like shame right. on you, you're canceled to me feels extra. Again, especially when so many of your faves openly support, feature, mm. book. <laughs> The same types of niggas and nobody really All these niggas. says anything. So like, right. It's like women are held to this different standard and I just refuse to do that. I'm going to let women mess up the same way we let men mess up. And I'm going to um, let this go. Y'all can be mad about it if you want to. But Nick Cannon alleges that he is uh, practicing celibacy until 2022. Girl. That is less than three months away. It is October mm-hmm. the 5th. It's like, I don't know what, what What are you saying even? Are you? That doesn't mean anything. This is a joke. You were joking. Yeah. And it's also, you I don't actually don't out. believe this. You definitely gonna fuck at least one of your baby mamas around Christmas. I don't believe you're not gonna have sex for the you're rest of the year. You're a liar. But you're a liar. Even if you you're do. You're lying. Even if you do, this is not impressive. Do you know how many people have <laughs> gone way, way, way longer than two months and three weeks without sex? This is not impressive. I am so sorry. First of all, news. you're talking about Christmas and we're clearing Thanksgiving. There's no way that Halloween. all of them plates, all of them plates, <laughs> no, all that liquor, all that weed and no. the plates you're fucking right. on Thanksgiving, nigga, stop lying. <laughs> and Black Friday. Good evening. So, why are you... 
this is just I I saw this headline and I was like I'm actually not even going to read that because this is so fucking ridiculous. You well, already was, have eight children. Who cares if you stop fucking for three months? Well, he was on uh, Nori's Drink Champs podcast, where many oh niggas go to you say said too Nori, much. <laughs> and I assumed Northwest. <laughs> I can't fault you. That's not even your fault. That's not even no. Why? Sh- that's not your fault. Okay. Uh, that would have been sickening though. If right? Nori had a podcast. <laughs> if Northwest had a podcast, and they just had like juicy juice, right? And, like, and, and talked about whatever. <laughs> and was talking about like, oh, my, oh my goodness, oh, Martinelli's, Kim, <laughs> sparkling you, Martinelli's. You don't do anything right in your fucking life. Please give current day Northwest a talk I cannot. show where she just interviews celebrities about their yeah. actual personal life. I would be completely into it. Would it would be sickening. You don't have to even get into it. You know what I mean? Like you could give her like the bare bones mm-hmm. PG version of whatever the thing is and like have her talk to. Yep. I don't know. Have her talk to Nicki Minaj about the vaccine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> the public no health advocate that we need. <laughs> No one's gonna try her because she's a child and because she can read. Like we've seen say, her do it. She drags her mother constantly. Is, <laughs> niggas can try to argue with facts all they want, but facts stand on their own. Yes, so no. <laughs> uh anyway, what was we oh Nick Cannon. Girl, all right, whatever you say. Yeah. I'm, and I mean like good luck anyway, because at this point it is it, more than celibacy going on over there. You need to talk to I don't know, a shaman. You have them trillions of children. You can just like we don't this is completely unnecessary. Your sperm airborne. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just but, <laughs> I guess it's two things to avoid so catching out more. here now. COVID and cannon. Because both of you them You need to mask up so then you, that you don't get up. pregnant. Yeah. You breathe around that nigga, you will become with child. Yes, if you are within a two and a half mile radius of Nick Cannon, you need to gird your fucking loins, bitch. All your sound and the the baby gonna have a kufi on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm gonna stop before y'all get married. (laughs) But not least, um. So the BT Hip Hop Awards happened recently, and what? I know that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I know you fucking lying. <laughs> the BT Hip Hop Awards happened, uh, I think, over the weekend. And the reason that I know this is because Summer Walker recorded a video of herself oh my God. outside somewhere talking about how they wouldn't let her into the hip hop awards be due to COVID restrictions. Mm, she's not vaccinated. Some are to die. And so she Ooh. came out. <sighs> oh, I just no. love, she's one of my problematic faves. She's so ratchet. I love her. She's literally wearing like a cutoff, like 
some sort of Chinese inspired with one of them dragons, some cut off flea market crop top mm. thing. And then, it, which honestly, this is probably like Dior or fucking Givenchy or something this top. And then these coochie cutters that looked like they were extra cut for the coochie. And she's outside and like yep. a brand new wig, harsh bangs. And she's just talking about how the BT Awards wouldn't let her in due to COVID restrictions mm-hmm. and her dress was going to be pretty, <laughs> but she pulled up anyway to reveal uh, on the side of the building was a, a big pink projection uh, that reveals that her new album still over it is due out on November the 5th. Oh, wait. And since okay. then she's released a big titty promo video where she is seen Please in the up. same regalia from the original Over It album cover. And the only reason that I know this wasn't shot when she shot the cover for the original album is because these tits ain't the same. Oh, Still man. great tits. They were great Correct. tits originally. They're great tits now. Um, but when I looked at them titties, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she went back into mode, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Continuity. You got to live for it. But I guess her lead single is going to feature um, Jatavia, JT the Doll, mm-hmm. one half of the City Girls. And in this little 30-second promo, we have uh, Summer in her over-it uniform talking on the phone with JT, who's in prison, wearing heels. <laughs> I was like, why did they put JT back yes, in jail? jail. Like, why did she agree to do that? This something to do with the video. Why did like, she agree to treatment? do that? Like, why we'll did they put know. her back in prison? Anyway, at least she looked good. Um, and so, somewhere in the video talking about, what did she say? Hold on. <laughs> Hold <laughs> I just, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I also don't know. She's kind of way. It's gonna be more than time slashing. I'm on probation. Yeah, he. She said, if he keep letting these hoes talk to me any kind of way, it's gonna be more than tire slashing. I'm on probation. I'm got time for that shit. It's giving very subliminal. Oh, it's wow. giving very like. I honestly mm. hope that you like summer. Name names. They didn't How have a problem it doing it to daddy. you, summer. I want you to say his name. I want London. To fall on his own bridge. Whatever. I don't give, like, I can't wait. I want the mess. I want the drama. I want the tears. I want the bops and the vibes. I, I like her. I really want to get high with Summer and talk about niggas and eat chicken wings and be at the strip club. Preferably all at the same time. I wouldn't you know if the conversation headed towards like agriculture or medicine i would probably steer it back yep. to tds and niggas yeah but yep. what i'm saying is it like i like her i mean she's a mess and i like her and i want the summer you're gonna be one of those girls that i i yeah i'm a root for you anyway Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like the city girls. Yep. Yeah, kind of like the city girls because like you city know girls. they were blatantly homophobic there for a while and kind of ignorant about it, like thinking they were supporting gays while being homophobic. And you were it's like, I'm gonna stand beside yeah. them. 
And I think they have learned well, and grown from that. I think, you know, maybe I, I'll not give them too much, but. I think, um, well, I'm not going to speak for either one of them because I don't know. I just haven't heard anything problematic from them recently. As it so regards, I count that as a win. As yeah, it regards to homosexuality. small victories. Yes, maybe. And uh, now that oh we boy. have said that, they're saying faggot. One hundred percent. Yeah, they're saying on Instagram live. They're saying <laughs> on Instagram live as soon as this show goes up. <laughs> I know it's us. It's always been us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I understand that. I feel like um, Summer Walker has a lot of songs that I really enjoy. Summer Walker. Also, frequently does the bird thing, and I'm not necessarily opposed to that. Wait, specify what part of the bird? What's the what bird? Segment of the so bird? the the bird thing is just when you when there are a lot of options available to you in any given situation, and you choose the bird route. Boom. Okay, I'm back with so, you. Yeah, I'm back with so, you. And so, Summer Ooh, Walker, cacao, bitch, me. <laughs> She takes the bird route frequently. Mm. Um, and like I said, not even that there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but um, I have been a little concerned. I have. The whole issue with her baby daddy and then his other baby mamas or girlfriends or whatever chiming in. And then I, I guess she got this new nigga now. And I this, I just feel like a lot of the music on this album is about, is going to be about her baby daddy. That's going to spark additional drama. Plus, you know, Yum. Summer clearly believes in BBLs and breast implants, but not vaccines. So that's even more worrying. She's <laughs> giving that baby kale and lemon juice and, and fucking acai berries and shit and so it's just like girl what what are we supposed to do with this i don't really know what to do with her in a responsible way so just don't expect me to be completely invested in summer walker's advice or opinions about pretty much anything you know i'm not gonna trust that but as far as the music i will play the album so she does have me there she does. She's got as me long there. as there's not like a Dr. Fauci diss record. I don't like. Oh my gosh! Have at it. I really. And now there's going to be a song about COVID and how the rest of us are sheep. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Like this is this is very real. Please don't do that. <laughs> but now that you said it, everything else. Oh, yeah, this girl. Because. Come through is so good. Like it's just so good, and I really, I really, good. I really be Modern wanting Mc- to root for Summer, but she just <laughs> she has she has her. She shape. really she makes it a challenge very very frequently. She does that boy she be running around with talking the new about one? whoever that no 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 not the boyfriend whoever that is unless that is the boyfriend maybe it is. The one who'd be talking about fruits and vegetables and harvest moons and shit. Whoever that was that was talking about. about. Somebody who runs with Summer Walker was talking, was breaking down the ingredients in essential water and talking about chemicals being in the water. Probably, yeah. And niggas was like, chemicals are in everything. Natural things have chemical compounds. Have you never heard of the periodic table? Everything does, yeah. Literally, water. So, like, what are you actually saying? Nothing that is real. So, this is somebody who is, like, closely associated with her. But I don't know if that's, like, her her spirit guide or her healer or her 
her fucking when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for your business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up so what's the best way to do that we've told you it's your girl zip recruiter zip recruiter finds qualified candidates fast honey and right now you can try it for free girl at ziprecruiter.com slash the read ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts masseuse i have no idea who that nigga is but i saw I'm a line. like oh god here we go dm me if you just want an ear girl <laughs> you and jt you just want to help out you just yeah help? okay all um what's it called um when no. i won't tell nobody Non-disclo- non-disclosure. A non-disclosure agreement, yes. Yeah. Signed. I just want to be of help. Scanned back. I don't know how to make the Real Friend app real yet. So All you I'll have to do is ask one of these. People who make apps are going to hit you up now. Like, don't worry. I can help. Hey, let's do it. Because Lord knows it needs to be made. It, need, it has to happen. Put that in development now. Okay, girls. That... Is my time. That is it. That's what we have this week for the hot tops. Okay. But before we move on, it is time. It's time. It's time for Furies Sports. week on Kid Fury Sports Shorts. I, are you ready to play football? Are you ready for fo- Are you ready for football? Are you ready for I, How does it go? 
Are you ready to rumble? Are you ready to play football? It's are you ready for some football? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you? <laughs> what do you have to say about it? I do can't wait know? to hear. Do you know? Do you know? Well, yesterday, um, Tom Brady, who was allegedly not Chris Pratt, made his return to Foxborough, Massachusetts, where he formerly played for the New England Patriots. He no longer does play, and now he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was successful with his Buccaneers in defeating the New England Patriots 19 to 17. Even with the absence of an injured Rob Gronkowski, who was a tight end who is injured and no longer able to play the game of football with people that he plays football with because he's injured and you can't do that when you're injured. Mm -hmm. And so Tom Brady broke a career passing yards mark once held by Drew Brees in this game because he's a monster and not of yeah. this world and likely uses Correct. the power of Trump to get himself by. That's Absolutely. not That's what I heard. It's not. No, it, it's definitely the power of white supremacy. No, it definitely yeah. is. It is. It's fine. He knows it. But we shan't hold uh, the light against the Patriots with their quarterback, Mac Jones, who rose to the occasion. <laughs> um, even against the power of white supremacy. Um, many things. 19 um, uh, things. Straight passes in the game. Yeah. Okay. Against uh, the Buccaneers who... You know, they struggled a bit in the red zone and um, more field goals happen during the game than touchdowns. Is it ESPN? Is it Yahoo? And, um, (laughs) you know, honestly, for a sports professional and analyst like myself, I've got to say I expected more from the Buccaneers. Did you? um, With the magic that is Tom Brady, because everyone knows that he has the Infinity Stones. So what's the problem? Hmm. So you don't think him going back to the um, city and the stadium that helped make him into such an NFL legend in the first place, you don't think that had any effect on the game? What do you think about the... It truly had an effect on the ticket sales, certainly. (laughs) It also had an effect on... um, No, nigga. (laughs) Probably the hoes that were in town. Which is okay. pretty integral to uh, the future Why? of the season. That's, that's and so that's something to discuss and to celebrate. Uh, Tom Brady himself um, is without lips. And so to that effect, I would say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who knows what's on his mind or what's in his heart? Can't tell if you don't have enough face to read. <laughs> so- Next question. I didn't. I didn't ask. (laughs) Well, that's been. I did not ask a question. I actually did not watch any NFL games this weekend because I was too busy watching the WNBA playoffs, which is what really anybody. Oh, you're being a lesbian. Should have. I was. I was. Mm. Um, I was watching the Phoenix Mercury because they have a lot of fine niggas on that team. Wow. 
Um, yeah, I was watching the sky in Connecticut and the aces and yeah, I was observing the girls and, um, you know, I never have anything worthwhile to say about the WNBA as far as the actual game itself is played. Like I enjoy Mm. the games, but I'm there for a specific purpose and it's a whole purpose. So I'm just not even going to pretend like I care about blocks or assists or triple doubles or whatever the fuck else. I was looking at the fine niggas. Um, And so I had a great time. It was a wonderful Sunday afternoon for me. Um, and I hope the rest of you enjoyed your day as well. It was even though the Mercury lost. <laughs> Excuse you. Even though the Mercury lost. The Mercury lost to who? Didn't the Mercury lose? They did not. Shout out to you, <laughs> the sports analyst. <laughs> they lost. They very did not. They it's beat the. Clearly says here that they lost. You're not looking at the game that happened on Sunday then, friend. You're looking at some other It game. says here that once upon a time, the Mercury okay. <laughs> lost a game. Internet. Let's take you back to... Let's take you back to... Bye! <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, do you? Yeah. How do you feel about the New Orleans Saints? Um... Well, like, how I do you said, feel about the, the fact that the New Orleans Saints? I know lost the Saints record. I know Giants. what happened. Yeah. I saw that. Yes, I did. Specifically because they were up twenty-one to ten with eight minutes well, left in the game, which is kind um, of ridiculous. Do you have any comments? Well, so I mean, twenty-one. I, like I said, I did not watch any of the games. Oh no. Um, so first of all, there's well, they lost. Secondly, oh, I I knew that. Yeah. Thank you so much. I know their record is two and two. Um, yeah. Secondly, I would say twenty one and ten is not as bad as twenty eight and three. <laughs> and third, I would say, um, you know, things happen. <laughs> People have problems. They go through troubles. And it's okay. Nothing normalized, not being <laughs> that was okay. Disgusting. So that's okay. just uh, I said what I felt. Yeah. Um, I don't y'all know I only watch the NFL for the Super Bowl now and to make sure that when the Falcons lose, I laugh at them. But okay, well, since, they lost. Uh, the Saints. I mean, yes, but since the Saints have the same record as the Falcons, right? Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. The Falcons are at the bottom of the division, of course. <laughs> Okay, sorry, that's my bad. You guys didn't ask for that. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, nothing to brag about. So, but I also, I have really divested from the NFL and I don't care anywhere near as much as I used to. Like I said, Brittany Griner, though, fucking fine. Ooh, God I'm just going to come out and say it. I fucking hate football. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, stupid. no, we could, we, we literally couldn't tell. Wow. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Wow, we thought you loved the game so much and you were deeply invested. I know it because I'm an intelligent and informed (laughs) sports person. I have to fucking like it to understand and to know everything about it. It's my fucking job. It makes sense. It makes sense. But I'm much more of a basketball player and boxing Mm -hmm. and the real football, which Americans call soccer because they think that they're better than everyone. So then I suspect you'll be talking a lot about the NBA preseason then. Duh, obviously, because that's, that's interesting. What I do. 
Very interesting because that's happening right now. But okay. <laughs> I have another question for you. So, do you plan on being a hater for your whole life? Or is this just the just this portion? I'm actually done being a hater as of right now. I'm retired. Okay. Well, that's it for the sports shorts. We're going to take a break and then whatever we do after that. I don't remember. All right. It is time now for letters from you. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter comes from Heather, who says, My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over two years, and we have lived together through the entire pandemic. I'm in my early 30s, and this is my first time living with a partner. I'm saying that to emphasize how being stuck in the house every day with this nigga was a lot for me. I love him deeply, and he showed me what it feels like to truly be loved and cherished. Mm-hmm. However, the pandemic really sped that honeymoon phase up like a motherfucker. I mean, well. Thankfully, I was already in therapy because when those rose-colored gla- colored glasses started to fall off my face, I saw every red flag that I didn't see before. My therapist and I have had some very eye-opening conversations lately, and I know that at this point, I have to break up with my boyfriend, but I just do not know how to do it. My question is, have either of you ever had to end a relationship where your partner didn't actually or technically do anything wrong, but you still need to end things in order to put your mental health first? If so, how do you do it? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I have no idea how to do this, and I am not looking forward to it. Thanks, Heather. Well, this was tailor-made for you. Um, <laughs> wow. Well. I mean, it's... Uh, okay. okay. I'm... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> On this side, no. I'm usually <laughs> left. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's much more of a... Um, Seely, uh, no, Nephi being oh Nephi, Nettie being kicked off of the property. Um, yes, it's Nettie. usually that kind of energy, Nephi. It's usually okay. no, it's never that bad for you, friend. It's usually never speak to me again, and then oh Mister punches my fists as I am gripping onto the mailbox. <laughs> Please shut up. <laughs> no, I've. I mean, no. This has not happened to me. <laughs> so, but I feel your pain. I guess. Whatever. I mean, yeah. So no advice for Heather from you. Not for me. I'm sure you no. can. <laughs> Listen for. I mean, I have done this, but I just. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let me. <clears throat> I cannot stand you. Let me get this together. Okay. So, yes, Heather, first of all, I have had to break up with somebody who didn't technically do anything wrong. Um, But it was just that it was clear to me that the relationship didn't feel right or that this wasn't right for me. And so I had to do the humane thing and let them go. You know, it's a difficult thing to do, but it is also the right thing to do because they deserve somebody who feels the same way about them that they feel about me. And just because I can't give that to them, you know, 
that that means that it's on me to be the bad guy. So I have done that before. Um, it took me a while to work up the nerve the first time. I was really kind of nervous about it. Um, and so I like took every precaution and <laughs> made sure that it was like I had like safety measures set up because I'm ridiculous, like making sure people were around and all that. But I just basically said to her that it was not anything that she had done wrong, even though they never believe that I say it anyway. It's not that you did anything wrong. It's just that this doesn't feel like it is the right relationship for me. And so I think we should break up. Or, you know, I or honestly, I usually don't even have to say I think we should break up because once you say I feel like this is not the right relationship for me, they get mad. So you usually don't even have to say anything after that. But just in case it's still ambiguous, then you'd be like, I just think it's best if we separate or I am so sorry that this did not um, are you like, I'm sorry to, I feel like I'm saying this in a very clinical way, even though I have been very emotional when I have done it. But like, I am sorry to be breaking your heart, but it must be done is essentially what you do. And it takes a lot of bravery to do that. That's why niggas ghost because they can't work up the nerve to say that. But That's true. Yeah. But so it really takes a brave person. And, and honestly, it's something that you do when you, um, either have the emotional maturity to do it or when you really love somebody and you you just have to tell them like it is Heather it is a difficult thing I know that you're saying like you don't know how but you know you need to do it you just have to gather up the courage and spit it out know what the, what you're going to do afterwards you said y'all have lived together this whole time so make sure you have your exit plan ready and make sure you are considerate of him and his needs or whatever else but you don't have to sacrifice your happiness or whatever else. Like you don't have to sacrifice your well-being because this person didn't do anything to fuck the relationship up. If it doesn't feel right to you, you are allowed to leave and understand that his feelings will be hurt. And that's OK. His feelings can be hurt. He can be mad at you. He can be hurt, but he doesn't have the right to disrespect you or hurt you in his hurt either. So. Make sure you know what you will and won't accept during the breakup. But once you work up the nerve, you'll do it. And good luck to you because it is extremely difficult. And if all else fails, you can also always um, take a page out of the end of 1997 sports comedy Air Bud and simply scream <laughs> at that. <laughs> Shut up, not Air Bud. Who even saw? Never mind. Just scream at them. <laughs> at the end Air Bud. Just go. I knew this was. I knew it was something so ratchet. I don't want you anymore. Don't you get it? Just go. Your freedom. Do not. Do not do that. (laughs) Do it. It makes everybody feel better. I will say the sooner you can do it, the better. But I understand if it takes you some time to work up the nerve because it's difficult. You know. And people, you have to be ready to be the bad guy. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna make you the bad guy in his story. And you have to be okay with that. Cause you did what was best for you and for him, even if he can't see it right now. Yeah. All right. Our next letter comes from Danielle's, also about a nigga. Danielle says, 
I'm a 28 year old woman living in Houston and I was dating this man for eight months. We met on a dating app. Oh, this is also about a breakup. And he lives in a different state that I frequent often and am about to move to. We got along extremely well. We went on a few vacations and we even met each other's close friends. We were dating with the intention of being in a relationship, but we didn't want to rush things. And we never really even talked about whether we saw other people, but I didn't care because I wasn't super pressed. Throughout the time that we were... That's what they... I guess. I guess these kids... I guess they have a conversation about it, which is good, but... Yeah. So... Throughout that time, I grew to really like him as a friend, but I liked him less as a potential partner. Mm. There were some things about him that I couldn't quite get behind, like his aggressiveness, his selfishness, and the fact that he has his guard way up. All of this led me to realizing that we weren't meant to be. I didn't know how to tell him that, but I figured he probably felt the same way since we stopped FaceTiming all the time like we used to. He texted me the other day, breaking things off, saying that he can't be himself around me and that there isn't a reason to keep dating and he can't be the person that I deserve. I did not care about that at all since I already knew that me and this niggas was not was not destined to be. (sighs) But we had grown a friendship over those eight months and it really hurt me that he texted me like this, like a coward would do. He asked me when I would be free 48 hours beforehand and I told him and he still didn't call me. I texted him that morning and told him I don't do well with people saying they need, they need to talk and then they don't call. And he still ignored me until the nighttime when he sent me that text. I wrote back asking him if our time together was not worth a call and he didn't have a response. So then I texted him again, telling him my piece oh. and saying that <laughs> I expected way more from him than breaking things off via text message. He said he didn't call me because he was on a business call, which is dumb because that nigga had 48 hours to call me. And he never responded to my main message at all. Then, of course, he unfollowed and blocked me on social media. And it really hurts the most. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Sorry. And what hurts the most is that he doesn't want to at all be a part of my life anymore. I don't want to be his girlfriend, but I enjoyed our time together. And I am pissed that now I have a sour taste in my mouth about the last eight months. Have y'all ever had something like this happen to you? Here come a bunch of questions. How'd you keep yourself from trying to figure out why your ex did the things they did? How did you allow yourself to enjoy those memories for what they were? How do you not let the ugly ending ruin the fact that you enjoyed the moments y'all shared together? How do you not be hurt that someone you thought you really vibe with couldn't care enough about you to end things like an emotional How is this human not being? the bridge to a Tamiya song? Thanks, Danielle. <sighs> <laughs> oh, Danielle. You know, I think you care a lot more than you say you do. Um, yeah. She really set that shit up like, oh yeah, because I don't care. Yeah. Meanwhile, you let me list everything that this nigga has ever <laughs> said to me. I think it's important for you to acknowledge to yourself that you care. You care deeply about it. And it's okay fine. that this right, this hurt your feelings. And it's okay to acknowledge that. This really hurt your feelings. It is okay that it yeah, it is okay to acknowledge 
that it hurts your feelings. I mean, I am going to attend to walk you back into reality in a second. But before I do that, I guess it is okay mm-hmm. that it hurt your feelings because you're human. If he said, I don't like your nail polish and that hurt your feelings and you thought about it for the rest of the week. Okay. Like you're a human. You know what I mean? We can talk about all of the ways that that's troubling, but you're a person, right. a you person. know, who, yep. who is anybody to tell you what, you know, sure as your feelings or not. Exactly. But, now, what I want to say is, though, Mama, you read this nigga into the soil, into the earth's crust prior to anything that he said about, you know, not wanting to fuck with this relationship anymore or whatnot. So he kind of just like tied your bow for you. And now you're looking at the gift like, but this ain't what I wanted. And it's. Yeah. Do you see how that's. Confusing. Like, he didn't get you the wrapping paper that you live for, and so you just want to burn the whole gift. It's odd. Mm-hmm. So, um, while I think that it's perfectly okay for you in your humanity to um, feel yeah. upset by the way that it was handled, I would just like you to remember that you clearly um, were not trying to be in this relationship anyway. It was meant to be over um, just because, you know, every relationship ain't meant to have people be friends afterwards or high fiving at brunch, you know, next month or right. whatever. The, like, that's not how it always goes down. So... Long or the short mm-hmm. is, it sounds like things ended up the way that they were supposed to. I personally would say speak to a therapist because you asked us more questions mm-hmm. than U.S. Customs at the end of this goddamn <laughs> letter about a nigga that you clearly didn't want. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, hammer that out. Because mm-hmm. whether it it don't have to be this nigga, it'll be the next one. Because all of that shit ain't got nothing to do with this nigga specifically. This is a you yep. thing. So I would hammer that out. And then I would enjoy the fact that you are single once again. Um, You know, we're getting into the fall winter time or whatever. But depending on where you're at, you know, niggas are out. Yeah. Niggas are out. They are. Ladies are out. The envies. I mean, yeah. Niggas are looking for Have a good time. Uh, looking for a warm space in the winter. So you definitely have your options available if that's what you want. I would say um, <laughs> I have a lot of empathy for you. Mm. <laughs> I do. I have a lot of empathy for you because it's clear that like, or to me, it seems very clear that you are trying to deny how attached you got to this man so that and I mean, I don't know why, maybe so that you'll get over him quicker, maybe so that you can, you know, pretend that your feelings weren't really invested. But like you got very detailed for a man that you claim to like, oh, you know, I went to break up with him, but I didn't know how to do it. So I just kept it going anyway. Like, yeah, I feel like if you really if you Loudly. truly sincerely. Right. It, and, and the bad part is you lying to yourself, because I feel like if you really in your heart did not care no more than this nigga falling off and not FaceTiming you no more and then texting you a little 
you know, we over or whatever, you would have been like, oh, thank God. Now I can fuck this other nigga guilt free. Like, is it because you know that we're not going to like supplement the life for you? Do you like, do you, is it <laughs> like, maybe, maybe they need to hear somebody like tell them the truth. Like, like the do absolute you, truth is it because it. you know that we're going to hear this lie and be like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> telling other one sis. That was funny. And then, read you like does that make you feel more comfortable but i think no i actually think danielle legitimately believed this i think she really thought (laughs) that she wasn't really that into this nigga but like the (laughs) the evidence says otherwise sis i think you actually were really wrapped up in him and i think the first thing you need to do is acknowledge that to yourself um and you can enjoy at some point maybe not right now but at some point, you can enjoy the good memories you had with him and the positive experiences while also being like, damn, that ended in a fucked up way. Like, it's maybe not right now because the emotions are clearly still very tender and rough, even though you don't want to acknowledge that. But at some point, hopefully you can get to the point where you can separate the good and the bad from the experience and take them both for what they were. Um, As far as like you being mad that he broke up with you via text message or whatever else. (laughs) I, I mean, y'all were in different States. Y'all were together, quote unquote, for eight months, even though he met some of your friends and y'all went on some vacations. I just, a FaceTime would have been ideal, but you yourself said that y'all slowly started to fall off from connection and that you wasn't even feeling it. So why does this matter to you? Again, I think you need to acknowledge to yourself that this nigga means more to you than you're saying, because there's like, this is one of the main things you asked us at the end of this letter. Or you wanted to break up with the doll and be the one to be like, here's my ass to kiss on the way out. But you had your chance to do that. Right. So maybe ask yourself why you didn't break it off with him when you first I don't felt think like you should have. Is. I think maybe not, the, but you know, I think it is yeah. what you were saying, but you know, just to cover all I mean, bases, I guess. It's definitely possible. Like I think you should do that and you should also ask yourself why you didn't just break it off with him when you realized you would rather be friends. You said, Oh, you, I didn't know how to say it, but why not? Was it like I said in the last letter? It's difficult to do that. Were you scared? Did you think he wasn't going to react well? Whatever. Like, you should investigate the reason behind all that. But you definitely care more about this nigga than you say you do. One hundred percent. You like that nigga a lot. And this hurt your feelings. And it's okay to say that. Maybe you like. Maybe you like him so much that you were like, here are all of the flaws. I'm not supposed to be with this nigga. You know, like you look for everything wrong yeah. with someone because you like yep. them so much to like invalidate that. Yep. So that when you do get broken up with or you do get hurt or whatever, you be like, well, I didn't like him anyway because he was clearly trash. But like the entire oh, yeah. time you were completely in love. That might yeah, be when, yeah, because your feelings are definitely into it. But outwardly, you're still afraid of being vulnerable because you've been hurt so many times before. And maybe in a lot of really core ways. So instead of being vulnerable with somebody that you really vibe with or whatever, you also have these walls up. You said he had walls up, but maybe you did too. I don't really know. Um, Whatever it is, whatever the reason was, I just think that 
being really honest with yourself and being really gracious and patient with yourself as you go through this breakup um, is for the best. Don't try to deny your feelings or pretend you don't feel them because they will just stick around and one day beat your ass anyway. Trust beat me. Beat your ass. They will beat your ass. So just say, oh, hello, feeling. I can't say that I love experiencing this, but here you are. And even eventually you will leave. Like you kind of have to observe your feelings, acknowledge that they're there and process them and move on from that. It's really the only way to really get over somebody. So yeah, that's um, my step one in like yeah. huge emotional things is like, this is not going to last forever. I don't know when this is going to go away right now. Yeah. Right. I know that I'm not going to feel this trash forever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I have to say that or else I will spiral into ha- something I, awful. Literally. I have to. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. Or else it gets really bad. So. And it's never um, wrong. <laughs> it does. It changes at some point. It does. It, comes it back, goes away. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they Depends don't guarantee that it are. won't come back. Yeah. They don't. They don't guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> they just say. You know what? We can't promise that, but you will feel like, no, I'm mad because I literally just had this conversation with my therapist two weeks ago and she was, and I was like, but I feel like shit and I'm going to feel like shit again. And she was like, but you're going to feel better again. And I was like, but I don't feel like shit again. And she was like, but you're going to feel better again. And I was like, (laughs) I feel like you're not. Yeah. Are you trying to be funny? But it's true. This feeling will pass. This too shall pass. But you have to acknowledge it. Otherwise, yeah. it will just beat your ass subconsciously for a long time. All right. Good luck, boo. Our last letter comes from Niche, who says, My parents are married, but they don't have the best relationship. I moved back home three years ago, and I've noticed that whenever my mother is rightfully pissed off at my father, she takes her anger out on me. Therapy has taught me that I have no control over her actions and I've tried setting boundaries on how I should be treated, which has slightly improved things. I finally found a better job out of state and I thought that we might actually leave each other on good terms. But now my mother is treating me shitty again. I told myself that when I leave, I won't speak to her anymore because nobody who treats me like that should be in my life. But she is my mom and I love her. Plus, woman to woman, I do understand her frustration with my dad, but that's still my father, and I do not want to be in the middle of my parents' bullshit. Any advice on how or if I should cut my parents off once I've moved out and am financially independent? Thanks, Niche. Um, well, I mean, I feel like you know your parents better than we do, obviously, but... right. I don't, do you need to cut them off when you move out and you're financially mm-hmm. independent? Or can you, once that happens, say, hey, parents, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, in whatever is the most, you know, respectful or you way to say things. Um, do you need to like cut them off? I mean, if that's your desire, if you just feel like everybody is healthier again, like you know, um, if it would be pointless to say these things all all together or whatnot. But if there's a chance that um, when you're on your own, you could just say to them, like, look, I don't want to be found in the middle of this. I fuck with y'all, y'all fuck with each other, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, please get help. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. <laughs> 
Yeah. And if you know that that would be completely pointless or just make matters worse or whatnot, then, yeah, I don't know that there's anything wrong with just, like, keeping your distance. I think that most people, it takes a few unanswered calls to be like, oh. Probably. Okay. Let me do some math. Some mathing. But. Right. That's not everybody. Again, I don't know them. (laughs) I mean, so Nisha's in their mid to late. 20s so i understand this very much my parents did not divorce until i was in my late 20s and i had been begging for that for like at least 25 years so it was (laughs) a very weird situation to be in definitely i kind of understand where you're coming from a bit and i get that like you are saying you know i'm an adult so i get why she gets frustrated my dad you say she's rightly frustrated with your father, which means your father is probably doing some annoying man shit that most niggas do. Um, but you are still the child in this situation and you don't have to take on the grown up responsibilities here, even though you are an adult. Like these are the parents and this is between them. And so I don't know if maybe you need to maybe make stronger boundaries with your mother or more restrictive boundaries. Maybe it needs to be like, you know, instead of avoiding the displacement and taking your frustrations out with my dad out on me, like literally leave me out of it altogether. Maybe it will naturally resolve itself when you move away. Like, I really don't know, but I think that you don't have to decide right now whether you're going to cut off your mom or your dad or both of them. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, when I leave, I'm never speaking to y'all again. I'm going to be free, blah, blah, blah. Like, You get to just live and decide what is right for you in that moment. And you don't have to stick to any one decision if it no longer feels right for you. Mm -hmm. That's a that is a like a super important lesson that was really hard. Yeah, when you move out, maybe they'll just maybe they will be coming to you less (laughs) because you're not there. You know what I mean? Like it might be a proximity thing. I doubt it. Right. But I mean, it may be like because you said when you move back home, all of a sudden your mother is taking her feelings out. Mm hmm on you like so maybe when you move out this situation will naturally resolve itself and then when you come home for christmas and birthdays like the rest of us (laughs) then yeah i mean but then right (laughs) then you're just in the same spot then it's right then it's then it's two to three days of being around them niggas then you go Mm -hmm. back home (laughs) i just think yes exactly that is why i show up with casamigos and red wine and plenty of weed and we have a good time so So I would say you don't have to decide whether you're going to cut your mom off or both of your parents off or whatever else. You just have to decide that you are going to take care of yourself and do what feels best for you in any given situation. Agreed. Remember that, like, especially when you're older Mm -hmm. and self-sufficient, your parents are just people. You know, they're they're just two niggas. Correct. You know what I mean? They're just just people just like you yep. and that doesn't mean that it needs to affect the way that you speak or communicate or the respect that you have for them or the lack of it just means that like they're just people and so just because they're your parents doesn't mean that you're always obligated to come up with a solution or uh 
a perspective for every single right. issue that they have or bring to the table. Like some shit is just their shit and it ain't got nothing yeah. to do with you. Exactly. Even if they talking to you about it, like some things you can fully be like, wow. The end. That's crazy. You know, and that's, yep. that's crazy. I'm done. You don't have. You know. What are you supposed to do with that? What are what you the supposed fuck to do? What else are you supposed to do with that? How is that your responsibility? Like, you are literally the child in this situation. You cannot fix whatever them grown ass people have going on. You were not there when they met and decided to do what they did. So, I just feel like you're taking on a lot of responsibility that isn't really yours to manage. And you found a good job. I say take that job and best of luck to you in that new city and figuring things out for yourself. And hopefully your level of self-awareness will have you making the right decisions for you, regardless of what your parents got going on. And hopefully you feel in a place to be able to stand up for yourself, regardless of whether they going, you know, send you $500 a month on cash app or whatever else. Cause I get that. That's no, like I get it. When I was in college, them $20, my mama would put in a card every now and then Are you kidding? saved Absolutely. my ass. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so I get it. I really do. But you know, things change when you're financially independent and out of their house for good. Things really really change take it from me good luck yes best of luck to you and everybody else who emailed in this week i completely forgot last week that i was supposed to be doing a topic for oh, yeah. the letters um and so i was thinking hmm what should we do this week should it be something sexy like sex should it be <laughs> something our... sexy like sex <laughs> You know, you know, oh, or maybe gay sex. Should okay, it be I, should it be reviews of TV shows, movies, video games, no, whatever else? Movies and shows. Who knows? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff I going on. Even started Squid Game. Everyone is talking about that. Oh my God. Yes. I have been asked nonstop about Squid Game. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is Squid Game? Like, I'm going to watch it. Right. I mean, I'm, I am, but I don't know when. So, Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. <laughs> but... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. 
Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay. So next week, let's just do. I don't know. Sex and stuff like sex. Yeah, I was going to say, let's do sex. Send us your sex-related questions, the things you have been waiting to ask a sex therapist and still won't be able to ask a sex therapist because we aren't that. that. (laughs) Save that for an actual professional. Yes, save that for a professional. Send something fun and sexy. Think outside the box. They can be very specific, but they can also be like... And nasty. We want to hear your nasty sex questions at asktheread at gmail.com. Send us an email. It is time now for us to discuss the read. It is. Feel free. Okay. So I really don't have much to say this week. I I know I say that frequently, but for real, I don't. Um, First of all, I would just like to say to T.I., bitch, are you kidding what did he do this week? T.I. decided that um, in addition to all the other very wrong decisions he's made, he would like Lots to show support for Lil Boosie. <laughs> um, and reposted. Apparently, Boosie got kicked off Instagram once again. again. Talking wow. about Mark Zuckerberg was trying to take away his right to promote his new straight to Amazon Prime movie, whatever the fuck mm. that's called. My and so T.I., I'm sure, if you say so. And so T.I. Um, decided to also share this screenshot and captioned it with, but why they f- keep fucking with Whoa? Can't they see the culture has spoken and has appointed him as our official representative of culture authenticity? Disrespect to him is disrespect to us. Um, T.I., I can't say enough how much you don't represent us. First of all, nigga, the feds are still on your ass and don't forget it. <laughs> so perhaps you should mind your own business. I feel like you have your own fucking problems. Secondly, if Mark Zuckerberger wants to delete Boosie's account every single time he can do that, that is because Boosie has violated the terms of service on Instagram multiple times and is oh, not man. technically even supposed to be having an account. You are not even supposed to create new accounts when you are banned from Instagram or have your account suspended and you keep doing it anyway. So this is not some great civil right. Like we're not going to march in the streets for this. This isn't something that anybody should care about. Boosie should not be on Instagram. That's just I I feel like that's a fact. So I don't care about Mark Zuckerberg fucking with him. Um, And third when you speak about the culture and you talk about Boosie being the official representative of cultural authenticity, I just really have to wonder who the fuck you're speaking for. Because even as a country ass nigga born in Louisiana, you have got me full circle fucked up. If you think Lil Boosie is my representative of cultural authenticity, bitch, that don't even sound like a title that belonged to that nigga. Like, yes, we all enjoyed his verse on I-N-D-E-P. Like, we all love that. We love that bullshit. But let's not pretend that we can't live without Lil Boosie. Let's not do that. (laughs) I can. Right. I can. Especially given the absolute pure ignorance he has put out into the world over the past several years. Actually, since he got out of jail. Because niggas was advocating for him and then perhaps realized what a mistake they had made. 
We're the undeniable bops. How come we're not getting that? Fuckery. Anyway, whatever. How come we keep getting criticisms of Little Nas X and not club bangers? Bitching about free. It doesn't make sense. Free this nigga. The classics. Oh my God. Hip hop. Right. And now he's a blogger and everybody's like, cool. Right. And I, I understand that men stick up for men. I get yeah. that this is part of what y'all do, but don't expect the rest of us to be associated with this bullshit in any fucking manner. Lil Boosie is not our official representative of cultural authenticity. Let's just be very well assured of that. It's plenty niggas, and I mean thousands of niggas that could go in that place above him who don't also put down or try to diminish the accomplishments of people who are queer or trans or whatever else like please don't act like we can't do this without Lil Boosie that the that hip-hop culture or black American culture would fall apart without that nigga because truly to be completely honest we can do without either one of y'all now Mm -hmm. um the other part of my read goes out to I'm so sorry friend this is a neonatal intensive care nurse based in Miami Florida oh no I'm sorry wait hold on what so, well I'm I'm looking for okay no apparently I thought maybe this hospital was in Jackson Florida but it is in Miami Florida it's just called Jackson Memorial Hospital oh <laughs> okay well, there is a neo. The worst native. damn hospital. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I don't that. know anything about that. Because somebody who looked like she got her nursing degree off of Snapchat was I was like, fired. where the fuck is Jackson, Florida? Jackson Memorial. Oh, I was thinking Jacksonville. But Jackson yeah. Memorial Hospital has terminated nurse Sierra Samuels. If you have not heard about this story, Samuels was put on administrative leave. Because she violated HIPAA, which is what a lot of basketball players claim that niggas are violating when they ask them about it in press press conferences, but they are actually not because that is not what HIPAA does. Samuels actually violated HIPAA because she posted pictures of a baby who was born with a birth defect on her personal social media accounts making fun of this baby for having this birth defect, saying, oh, I was having a great night until this little nigga showed up. This baby was born with gastroschisis, which is a birth defect where the intestines are born outside. When a baby is born, the intestines are outside of the abdominal wall. So it's like really not something to be making fun of. And you would think that a nurse in the neo fucking natal intensive care unit would be the last person get there what are you doing there get here bitch for real this is a baby so so she posted the photo um and captioned it with my night was going great then boom she then posted and posted with along with imagine the photo of the being child. that fucking baby, you dumbass. She then posted another photo saying, "Your intestines supposed to be inside, not outside, baby." Really? And really? The, and then put the hashtag hashtag <gasps> of the baby's condition. Again, this is a newborn. 
in the neonatal I see fucking you. Burn the whole state. I'm sorry. Let me just evacuate my people. Let me just get my people and then just set the whole show. I'm tired of this shit. This is... I'm just saying, sweetie, of all people, of all people, I don't care how many likes or reactions you got on Facebook for that. There is no way that a neonatal ICU fucking nurse should be taunting a newborn goddamn baby for a birth defect that they absolutely had zero control over. Yo, intestine's supposed to be on the inside, bitch. Do you think he chose? He, she, they, I don't know what this baby is, but do you think they picked it out? Do you think they said, oh, you know what? I would love for my large intestine to be on the outside when yeah. I come into the world. God led them to the uh, anatomy Chipotle, if you will, and said, hey, <laughs> how do you want your organs? <laughs> anatomy Chipotle. And they say, and you know. And this baby said, no size, <laughs> no wrap, <laughs> extra, extra guac. No bowl. And just lay it all out there. On the ground. Just lay it all. Just just put it right on the foil. I don't say this lightly. And I and I I you know what I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. Continue. I will just say I'm not even I mean, and I'm and and it's probably best that you didn't say it then, but like for this bitch to be like, my night was going great, then boom, and then post this baby. It's like, how do you think the baby's night is going, you stupid bitch? You fucking asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? The grown-ass nurse here, bitch. Are you fucking kidding? My night was going great. I'm sorry. Were you (laughs) disemboweled before you clocked out? Did you just give birth to to a baby whose bowels are outside of his body? Or did you get to go home with your fucking intestines inside of your gut, ma'am? Are you not the nurse in charge of caring for this newborn? You a were baby, in charge bro. of caring for my brand new baby. baby. You took a picture of my. You lucky these people don't sue you. In That's fact, what I I'm think saying. They should. That they was really my should. comment. That was my comment. They should. If somebody would have pulled up and wrecked your shit, I would have yeah. filmed it. I would have yeah. filmed it like Regina George's <laughs> mom. You're doing great sweetie and i would have put the footage up on my patreon like you absolutely got me who the fuck do you think that you are how fucking cruel and disgusting right you but you are horrible if it was like a 40 year old like complete adult a baby right wow you did that sick Truly disgusting. And so initially she was put on probation or something. And then swiftly thereafter, she had been fired. Um, This nurse had evidently been working at that hospital since 2016. And nobody really knows yet exactly how they found out about this. I don't know if the family found it or if somebody who's friends with her was like, this is fucked up. This bitch need to lose her job and turned her in anonymously. Who knows? But Sierra Samuels, sweetie, what a giant mistake that you made. What a massive mistake that you made. And what's especially heinous, hashtag SVU, is that you were the fucking nurse in charge of keeping this baby alive. 
Like, you're not just some random asshole on the internet commenting on some shit post they saw on Reddit. You're the person in charge of keeping this baby alive and on this earth. And you decided to express your disgust at it and violate not only this baby, but their parents' privacy in the process and lost your job. We should. Capital punishment is one thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are but you going like, with this? We should. <laughs> Where are you going with this? We should, at the very least, in extreme cases, mm. be allowed to do the Cersei Lannister shame walk. <laughs> I think that this person should be paraded through the streets and we should be permitted to throw lettuce at them and perhaps spit. Mm, spit is pretty net. Spit is a bioterrorist act. In okay, this well, age. not today. I forgot we're in a pandemic. Yeah, we're in, we're in like, a pandemic. We should be able to throw mm-hmm. like, yeah. like days old produce at this person. We should. Very soft plums, rotted peaches. <laughs> yeah. You should get wilted celery thrown at you for this because this is very absolutely absolutely bananas with the fruit flies all over them. You just have fruit flies for a few days. Yep, and all the tiny bad things happen to you. You step on your son's Legos in the middle of the night, and you slam your baby toe up against the coffee table. All kind of bullshit. Just random, awful, inconvenient bullshit should happen to you for this. What Sierra is this person's name? Sierra Samuels, I believe. Oh Lord, Sierra, I yeah, fucking hate Sierra you. Sierra Samuel. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> You're disgusting. And if I so had the opportunity to spit at your feet in a time where it wasn't, you know, <laughs> bioterrorism and assault, right? <laughs> I would do it. Yeah, because I remember us saying frequently before the pandemic that spitting on somebody is like the ultimate disrespect. And if you spit on me, you're ready to die. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to bring back spitting at feet. Like, not on you, but like at your yeah. feet. Because I feel like yeah. that's even more Your toes should get bruh. it. Yeah. Like, you, you, like you I don't it. even want to, like, I don't want to touch your feet. I want to, like, Keep in mind, I'm spitting like at the ground you walk on. I'm spitting at the foundation. Like the earth beneath your rotted toes is worthless in my opinion. That's how I feel about you. I think outside of a pandisha, we should be, we should bring back spitting at the feet of disgusting people. That's like the ultimate form. I mean, spitting on them is way more disrespectful, but like spitting at someone's feet is a way of like, not assaulting them while also yeah. saying to them, showing you their are disrespect, worthless to me. Scum. You are absolutely yeah. nothing. I wish we could do it. Yeah, this was scum behavior, girl. I mean, you'll never be a nurse again, but hopefully, you learned a lesson from this. A be- like an, a fucking newborn. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, oh, I was having such a great night, you guys, flexing on Instagram and sending news to my man in the bathroom on my break. And then here come this baby, ew. Bitch, what? Some of y'all don't deserve the position you have. And I mean, you know, you lost yours, so there's no longer concern for you. But yeah, that's it. Like I said, short this week, I'm done. Okay, well, that's interesting. I was... um. Given some information prior to the recording about how there's this new police chief in Miami that's shaking things up and calling out um, 
oh. calling out corrupt motherfuckers and like the cops are okay for his ass or something like that. But I don't know the full story, so more on that, more at eleven. Okay, this yes, sounds like. Tea. All right, investigative. Clear journalism. them out. I hope. Oh, I can't read, wait to read about this because okay. if, mm, come and get them. Amen. Yeah. Um, all that. So what I will say is, let's bring it back to uh, the Boosie story. <laughs> I too have someone who was showing support for <laughs> Boosie, and it is none other than William Cosby himself, or Boost Cosby. We can call him this week. Oh. Um, who took to his Instagram and posted a photograph of the film My Struggle, Boosie's Killer Season, because that's what this is. Oh, my God. Anybody who's ever seen Cameron's Killer Season, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a terrible movie that yep. if you're a fan of this rapper, you will probably like, A, because it's terrible, and so you can laugh at that, and B, because you like this person, and it's Ratchet, and you probably like Ratchet shit. That's how I feel about Killer Season, and... You know, that's probably how Boost Nation feels about this garbage. And so Bill Cosby had the following to say about um, the the Dolls uh, film. Uh, Keep in mind, Boosie has been an outspoken supporter of Bill Cosby because, of course, he has. Um, So Bill Cosby's Instagram says, Lil Boosie, I have always appreciated your truth and support. I was going to do a Bill Cosby impression, but I'm sorry. What I'm about to say is not to compensate you because you supported Bill Cosby. Oh, wow. Bitch, please shut, shut the fuck up and just do the thing. Yeah. The, why lie? It's clearly why? because of that. It's clearly because. Boost, never mind. I'm so sorry. You I'm have. You. Yeah. I'll just let me just yeah. finish the caption. I'm You're getting right. ahead of it. <laughs> My publicist, Mr. Andrew Wyatt, told me about your film, My Struggle, and I am encouraging all my supporters and fans to make this American citizen, Lil Boozy's film, My Struggle, a box office success. Thank you very much. Hashtag My Struggle, hashtag Boosie Movie, Bill Cosby, Lil Boosie. Bill Cosby did not write this. Bill Cosby has never heard about this. Bill Cosby don't know shit about what the fuck these niggas are talking about. And if he does, bitch, why the fuck would you tell us that this isn't to compensate for his support? And then the following sentence is, the only reason that you know about the goddamn movies is because your publicist told you about it. So in the words of Oprah, what is the truth? And I make say that plain. all the time. Remember yes. when, when Oprah interviewed her? I do. <laughs> Whatever you about to say, I definitely do. <laughs> I remember. Bitch, do you know how many... We haven't forgotten all of the time that Bill Cosby openly read nope. niggas that are every square inch Thank of boozy badass. Thank you. Thank you, you would be dragging this nigga through the fields. If it wasn't the, for the fact that you could take all the nigga support you can get these days. Shut your yep. old ass up, bitch. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And come get this goddamn movie. I'm tired of y'all niggas talking about it. Watch it and leave us alone. He said some similar shit about R. Kelly. Or his lawyer did. Talking about R. Kelly didn't get a fair shot. He's next. Railroaded or, oh, okay. Let me, let me shut up. The lawyer... Nobody should be listening to you or anything that you have to say about anything. Boom, dynamite. Next. Akon. <laughs> yes, Akon. 
Not that you listen to this, hear this, give a fuck about any of this, but I know that I'm tired because I just asked you to shut the fuck up when you were talking about Michael K. Williams and how rich people got more issues than poor people because whatever the fuck your logic was I remember that. that you said this now you talking to the same goddamn TMZ cameras about how R. Kelly deserves a chance to redeem himself R. Kelly should have the opportunity to uh, right the wrongs that he has made against these women and they ha- should have the opportunity to decide whether or not they forgave him R. Kelly I mean Akon Akon Akon, Robert Sylvester Kelly is 54 years of age. And we have known all about this. We have spoken all about this for decades. This is not new information. The dragging just stuck this time. He has had the opportunity to right wrongs. He has had the opportunity to redeem himself. If it wasn't for the situation that the nigga was in right now, he would still be out in the street somewhere violating people's kids. Please stop speaking to us. Please stop speaking to us. Stop. Go be wealthy. Just go be wealthy. Stop talking to us. Shut up. Oh my God. Yes. What are you talking about? What? This nigga still don't think he did anything wrong. Redeem when? Redeem what? Redeem where? How can you redeem somebody who doesn't think they actually made a mistake? Oh my God, shut up. Do you want to go jail with, why don't you just go with him? Why doesn't every, all of you niggas mm-hmm. that still with all of this evidence. Yeah. It's not even up for debate no more. Don't even tell me. You're like, not. These th- niggas don't even argue that he didn't do it no more. Exactly. They just argue we that talked we about care. that. No one's yep. even talking about whether or not he did it. They're just right. saying, oh, well, at this point. Right. So why don't y'all go too? Why don't all of y'all build, like, why don't you, like, all of the money that this fun of the fucking country spends on prisons anyway, build the, a nice big nigga centric oh R. Kelly prison God, for yes. him and everybody else. And you can all go and powwow and talk about how trash you all are together and leave us out of it. I just don't understand why you are talking to us. Yep. Last but not least, I want to remind y'all it's about that time. It's spooky season. Halloween is coming up. And a lot of you are vaxxed and waxed and making poor decisions. So, yes. um, I don't, we didn't do it last year because there was no reason to. We may not, I don't even know if we did it the year before, but if we haven't, now is going to be the time that I want to remind you, motherfuckers, do not change the, t- the color of your skin for a costume, friends. Um, oh my God. Yes. It shouldn't need to be said. Yeah, leave the leave the bronzer as Sephora every single year. Leave it as Sephora. Do fail. not succumb. Don't do it. You darken your skin. You enlarge your lips. Y'all You're wearing it. headdresses and sombreros. Don't do it. If somebody beat your ass this year or you get epically dragged, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Me either. I just don't. You're going to make me mad. <laughs> so just please. Yep. 
Google some ideas that don't have racism attached or homophobia or anything else ignorant. Think about it like this. You can wear a costume if you're dressing up as something that you are. That's something that you are not, right? That's a costume. And most of the people who are guilty of this kind of bullshit in Halloween where you dress up as, you know, pootie tang or whatever and offend people, most of y'all aren't much to begin with. So that means that the sky's the limit. You can be damn near anything you want. A cartoon, a TV show character, a movie character, something completely unlicensed that you made up. The sky's the fucking limit. Not unlicensed. So you don't have you don't have to dress up as buckwheat. You don't have to change your skin color. You don't have to wear some wildly insane mm-hmm. textured hair. Yep. Don't piss us off this Halloween season. We're not in the mood. Don't, I'm done. don't do it. Don't do it. Finished. Yeah, that's very real. Like, just remember that you could always just be the white version of whatever you're thinking about. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you want to dress up as Beyonce, you can get a long blonde wig and a short, tight dress and some pumps and a microphone and be, and just randomly scream out, looking so crazy in love all night. And you Here's can do all that without getting brown. You don't even have to do the wig. You don't have to do anything to your hair or your skin. If you wear Beyonce's outfit from when she came out uh, at the Super Bowl with Bruno Mars in them, you know, that, if like you Michael wear Jackson the homecoming thing, outfit, if you wear the homecoming outfit and you have pale skin freckles and the hair from Brave, no one's going to be <laughs> like, who are you? No one's going to ask you who you are because your skin is white and you have big curly oh, red God. hair. Right. Try. We're gonna Make get an effort. Yeah. Or just don't. Or you could just be somebody white. Or you or be an alien be. or a dinosaur or um a, I don't even know a bottle of wine. Whatever white people become in a Whatever you want. I don't even be judging butter, the bitches who go who like put a post it on the middle of a plain tea that just says you know mean. And you could surly. be weed. <laughs> I don't fucking. Yeah. Care. I mean. Like, that year I wore a Pokemon t-shirt and called myself a trainer. <laughs> yes. Fine. Extremely fine. lazy, but it worked. I love that kind of shit. <laughs> I find it endearing. Because aren't we all here to drink? Aren't we all just here to drink? I'm here to drink. I don't know why y'all came. I'm here to get fucked up. So. I would prefer that you put on a Pikachu shirt and said, I'm a trainer. Yeah. Um, I choose you. <laughs> even you don't me. know what the yeah. fuck that even means. Yeah. I would rather you do that than just wear plain clothes and come to the party like I'm above yeah. it. Which is fine, too. I'd rather you do that than dress up as Whoopi Goldberg, Utica. I don't said that. <laughs> just. I wore a Pokeball t-shirt and I said I was a Pokemon trainer and niggas roll with it. They did. I'd rather that you just dressed up in plain clothes than making a <laughs> fucking chipmunk wig to be to replace an afro. Right. Let's talk about it. Because right. another thing I was going to say is Oh shit. You can have like you can have your take on something. <laughs> 
else, right? Let's say, for instance, Garnet's hair has always been translated into like an afro, right? right. You get the outfit made, you white. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can get the sunglasses. You can get the sunglasses and wear your regular hair or dye you your hair black or wear a bob or something else. No one is going to be like heresy. How dare you? Yeah. We'll get it. In the church of, of universe. Like, oh my honestly, God. as long as you have the jumpsuit, you're fine. I don't know why y'all act. Honestly, like st- if you have a jumpsuit, you don't need I'm already really anything else. I don't else. Know the fuck what else you do. Yeah. Like, you can put on some <laughs> motherfucking, um, not airport sunglasses. You, I don't give a fuck what you put on. Gas, Just at regular 7-11 Chloe shades. Whatever. <laughs> if you have on that fucking jumpsuit, I'm already calling you a winner. And don't let you have the gauntlets. Right. So I'm just saying, put try. effort into this, right? Because at this point, be bitch, we just gonna cuss you. I'm not even. Nobody's asking you any more questions, and we don't want right. to hear any. We don't want to hear your Facebook explanation. No more either, excuses. You getting cussed out? We call me your job. It is what yeah. it is. Don't say nobody didn't warn you. Yeah. If you can't think of what to be, then go as yogurt. Go as milk. Go as sour cream. Go as buttermilk. Go as your ex. <sighs> Really shake shit up, you know? Go as seventh grade you. Think about but if it. You, Get creative. But if you can't do a costume without changing the color of your skin in order to match a person of color, then you need to pick a different costume. And that should be very, very obvious by now, dumbasses. You can be anything else. Like, girl, the, anything. The day is about creativity, so try some. You could be an occupation. <laughs> you can you could put on scrubs and a mask. You should. <laughs> you just should. You just do that. You do that. Okay. And on that note, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. Any other announcements before we finally leave? Oh my God, we're so late. Um, nothing I can think of. Shout out to y'all for listening. Thank you very much for listening. And, um, shout out to, um, the Jaden XD show. Their variety show was fire. Congratulations. Yes. And go friends. Same time. Getting grown is on Patreon now. I believe I just saw. Yes, they are. Shout out to Jaden Kia. And Fran is moving away to portland to go be a nature bitch and just she's gaia i mean at some point we have to just acknowledge the truth it is what it is right she doesn't know who that is when she comes over for her going away party i'll be like you're gaia and i'm gonna show you what that means but does she really know it i mean you know what she probably does actually thinking about that bitch she probably she probably does but you know my friend is leaving new york her home to go do something different and i am so proud of her just you're gonna go to portland one day and there's gonna be a city all my niggas yeah no and she will have had a city erected in her name she keeps sending me random things and being like don't you want to come to portland i keep being like maybe on my way back from la like girl no but Oh no, Portland is Portland is super super on top of shit. Like you can definitely get weed in Portland. Oh yes. Um, 
And it's just a matter of time before you can get shrooms in Portland. Like Oregon probably has the most progressive Still drug laws in the country. It up. Oh my God. It up. Yes, we have to we have to schedule. Okay. You know what? We could do all this off air. Why are we still on? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, bye. Have a Love you guys. Bye. Well. See you next week. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave.